Hey, 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 hey. I am the podcast man. I make a podcast, but I don't listen to them. Me too. What up, dog? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm in I'm in the Halloween spirit. I'm fucking enjoying this time of the year. It's actually like cool. It feels like fall outside. Yeah, I'm excited for you, brother. How are you? How are you? Same, bro. This is the this is the month. This is the time to do it. And this is this is our Halloween episode. We have to call it. We have I to feel call like that. I feel like there's no choice but to call it that. I feel like I feel like tonight is happening on purpose. I feel like this is providence. The the moon is waxing and waning. The That's light right. Is coming down. The it's shit raining. and the the things and the shit are lined up. Um, yeah. Doing the doing the 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 thing up in the place. Um, it's raining blood and hammers. It's that as well. Exactly. It that? is indeed, dude. I, so we've got one of like the most Halloweenish bands I feel like you can find in heavy music. Now, your criteria on what that entails might might differ from mine. But as far as I'm concerned, man, this band is Halloween incarnate. It's a band called know. Bloody Hammers. And they're from, for real, Transylvania County, North Carolina. Yes, yes. That's I, so poetic. I found that out uh, recently. I, I knew that they were like up in the mountains, uh, I th- like close to Asheville, I think. I'm not really sure, but I, so. um, I knew. I Then I found out about the Transylvania part, and I was like, well, fucking of course. Well, the Bloody Hammers, as we're about to find out, is really only one dude who writes and records all of it with, uh, I don't know if it's his girlfriend. It's his wife. It's his, yeah, it's man. His wife. She, yeah, she pitches that. in. She writes. She, yeah. I think she does some of the writing. Uh, I think. I think. I don't know. You I know think. what, man? I shouldn't be like, like fucking throwing that stuff out there yet. We're gonna, we're gonna talk to him when he calls in. But yeah, it's, it's one guy, and it's awesome. The, their bloody hammers have been a part of my life for a long time. Low key in the background, I always found them like a more uh, accessible underground, like uh, typo negative type, type. Okay. Of, you know. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that yeah, comparison. That's kind of what uh, what I found. But anyway. Let's not keep him waiting. He's calling in because he's a vampire, and I don't think he can be seen on screen. Get this man on the phone. Hello. ASAP. What's up? Earth 2, Bloody Hammers. Hey, man. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, man. Uh, Anders here. Um, thanks for having me. I, uh, I'm sorry I'm not familiar. Everything was... Everything was Skype. It seemed like during the pandemic, everything switched to Zoom, and I didn't really get on board. <laughs> we love you for that, man. Be a rebel. Since yeah, Skype. that's uh, pan- pandemic was dark days for everybody. But the those of us who had to start <laughs> using Zoom, man, I'm just never going to recover from that shit. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, hey, so man. how's uh, the podcast? Is uh, what, what uh, number of podcast am I on? Well, how many? How deep are you into it? We are well. We started kind of a a new season. We had a we had about thirty or so last time, but we no, nah, brother. We had right? like fifty. We 50. were pushing. I think we closed out on fifty. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. See, I I lose track too, man. But no, we were kind of restarted. And uh, what is this number eight or nine? But anyway, number nine. This is the this is the plan nine from outer space. Here's yeah, and here's this, Anders. It doesn't even matter what number it is because this is our Halloween episode that we yeah. had to have. Oh, good. I get the Halloween episode good. You get How the could Halloween you not? Episode. How could you not? Yeah, that's what I would say. Like I was, you know, what, I finished the last record when it just came out and they were saying, uh, the record label I was with at the time was saying, you know, we can, we can schedule this for April. 
And I was like, man, I know this. What, they always want to put out my records is like a terrible times. And I was like, we're. <laughs> We're a Halloween band. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not a Halloween band, but we're a band. We're a season, you know, we're a seasonal. It's like, yeah. you know, uh, we like to release records around this time, and, and they always want to schedule it too far. And it just can't. I'm just like, God damn. So, no, anyway. it works. It works. <laughs> this is the magic time, man. This is the magic time of year. Like, this is. Yeah, exactly. Spooky shit aside, like, it just feels better outside. Like, I like it when it gets dark earlier. It's just a cooler time, man. And it feels. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It feels more like bloody hammers this time of year. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, what's all, before we get into the new record and, and all that stuff, what is. What is October and Halloween like in the world of the Bloody Hammers? What What do you do? What's going on? Well, typically, uh, it's 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 really a a pretty busy time. Usually, yeah, like I said, we try to release something uh, around this time. So we're usually doing uh, from you know promotional stuff and stuff, but also get pretty inspired as well and like just ideas come to me and i'm writing and I, so I, I tend to be kind of busy um yeah. just right uh, you know writing and and uh it's just something like you said it's a magic time and this the all these ideas just come flooding to me this time of year it's like nothing <laughs> you know, I, I turn on the i turn on the satellite to receive any kind of <laughs> ideas like in the summertime you know in the summer nothing comes to me in the summer as soon as the leaves start turning i'm in the, i'm in the mountains like in Asheville. i could and, i could uh, uh, it's, oh sorry go ahead man no no I, I was just saying you know like as soon as the leaves start turning and then you can open the windows it's nice yeah. it's just i start getting ideas you know and then they just start flowing so yeah that's what it's like for me usually I, for like the the vast majority of Bloody Hammers catalog, I feel like it's definitely October music. And you said you don't, nothing comes to you in the summer, though. I'd argue that those first two records, man, they got some of that swampy, bluesy summer feeling going on. And like, yeah, I'm from, yeah, yeah. I'm from the South. I lived in South Carolina for a long time. Uh, so you okay, know, totally different uh, uh, elevations and all that. But uh, I'm used to. I'm aware of the summer heat situation in the Carolinas. It's not yeah, the most yeah. productive time. Right. And I mean, I do write in the summer. It does, so, you know, I do get some ideas here and there, but yeah. nothing like, you know, now it's like, it's just really, you start, you know, the, the hamster starts spinning. Yeah. Yeah. The, when you get so. that inspiration from the uh, dark gods of autumn, when, when you, when you start to write, do you take uh, notes and start to write lyrics or jot down ideas or does it, does it come with a riff or is it, is it all different? It It, it is different. Most of the time, melodies, a vocal melody pops okay. in my head. Like, just at the oddest times, it's like I'll just be cooking or something, you know? <laughs> it's like it's, uh, like a chorus, like some sort of some sort of melody that was popping in my head. I'm like, la, la, la. my phone's full of me going, la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, because I'll, I'll grab my phone and just, I don't want to forget it, right? So I grab yeah. my phone and I just record and I'm just mumbling a melody. And then I, mean, I have like every song on my phone saved from just that initial melody, of, you know. And it's funny to look to listen back to them, you know, like Sleeping Corpses or something like that, or um, just hear how the, um, you know, how it evolved, or, or just that melody. I mean, that melody you hear like baking and baking in the background or something, or 
Uh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking of that now when I listen in the future. I'll be like, I wonder what he was cooking when he thought of this song. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just it's the oddest times. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Um, they just come in there. If I see, you probably hear this, this is pretty familiar territory probably with other musicians, but like when you try to sit down, you know, and sure. try to say, I'm going to go write a song right now. It's usually awful. I hear this, <laughs> you know, I hear about like Nick Cage, like he has office hours. He has an office where he goes to work, he gets up, he goes to work, and he writes songs. And I just, I, it's insane. I marvel at how people do that. Like, no shit. Because they just, if I try to do it, I'm usually not very good. So they just, luckily, they just kind of come to me a lot of times. And, and, and before, before, <laughs> like, I'm, 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 a, I'm a pretty old person. So I, before the phone, <laughs> Before the phone, we lost so many ideas. There was like so many. I can how many great songs were lost prior to the um, the, voice the dark on the, the, the dark ages, man. Back in the uh, <laughs> back back in the days of the brick cell phone from like early two thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. For the voice recorder app. Well, speaking of speaking of history, man, one of the things that uh, one of the things that Zach and I both love about Bloody Hammers is the evolution of the band. One of the things I mentioned earlier was that there was sort of a more of a bluesy sound with those first couple of records. You've gone in a whole bunch of directions since then, still keeping a lot of that sound. Um, and then also with this most recent record, man, it just it feels like it, it does feel like you were intentionally going. How can we write the catchiest fucking song possible? And that happens nine or ten times in a row. I'm curious about sort of what your journey into music was like from the beginning. Uh, sort of what your journey with Bloody Hammers has been like along the way. And we just want to know about you musically, man. Tell us what you're. Tell us what's going on up there. Tell us what's been going on. Well, I uh, let's see. Uh, well, I started. I was like mostly like high school bands. But there was a time in North Carolina where you really couldn't get a gig unless you were a cover band, and and it was it was pretty difficult to to uh, be an original band unless you sounded like Hootie Bluefish or, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> that was like the the hot thing at the time, you know. Yeah. Um, when I first started, and um, just metal and like heavy metal was just dead at that point. Everything. I, I don't know how old you guys are, but. There was a time. I mean, I'm thirty. Like, I'm thirty nine. So I'm 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 around. You remember that? Oh yeah. You remember? Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, I was, um, you know, I was I was really at the time I was I was I grew up with metal, Dio, and all of Maiden and all that stuff. That all the all the usual suspects and and then uh, I went through a a phase where I really got into like I guess they call it death rock, you know, like. Um, uh, Bauhaus and Christian Dead, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I started yeah. a, a band um, called Coffin Moth, and it was a, a death rock band. But it was, you know, North Carolina's hard times for uh, that kind of music. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, I, I just, I sort of, you know, I had a, there was a guy here um, that had a studio, and, and he wanted me to come to the studio and record and, it was really just a gross time. It was just, everything was controlled by record companies. But I remember the guy telling me to try when I was uh, I was going to do some vocals. He was like, "You try to sing a little more like better." Uh, like uh, it was, everybody was trying to, to yeah <laughs> to get everybody to sing like. If you listen back to the '90s, a lot of like, music, um, there was so many like bands. 
even Stone Temple Pilots did some of this kind of had the Eddie Vedder vibe. You know, the, like, yarl- you know, the Yarlers. They're, they Yarl. Yeah. 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 And I was like, uh, it was just, I was just, I don't know. I just lost, I lost interest. <laughs> and I, uh, <laughs> I, I was just, <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking about you trying to play metal in a studio and a motherfucker being like, sound more like better. I don't know why I'm that's like, so no. funny. <laughs> yeah, that was just, that was, I don't know. Everything was just, you know, it was, yeah, 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 totally. It, 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 you know, it's before the internet really took off, like where you could market your stuff and put your stuff on the internet oh, independently. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, I lost interest for a number of years, and then I didn't have anything. But uh, a computer, I got a computer one day, and it, and it came with a copy of. Uh, I've never heard of Cakewalk. It's like a. Oh yeah. You know that Cakewalk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where you make music, you can make music on it. I was just playing with it one day, and I was like, "Oh, this is you know, it was kind of neat." You know, like I, so I started writing like electronic music with that. I, I didn't have anything but that. I didn't even have a microphone. I did the vocals in my video camera and uh sorry i got a, a call coming in i'm not sure how to stop that uh, we can't um, hear it so that's all good oh, okay good so yeah um i did electronic music for a while and 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 it kind of took off in a kind of dark wave scene i mean as as you know i say took off i mean it's a small scene so but you know people the goth clubs or whatever, you know, we started playing where I started playing the, um, you know, some of the goth festivals and stuff. This is early two thousands. And, and, um, and then I just, you know, the, I guess the recession hit around 2007, eight. And, uh, I just, uh, I've just, I, I missed, uh, I missed heavy, heavy music. And, and I, and I finally went out and I bought like some, I'm, this is probably a really long boring story, but I went out. No, man, <laughs> this is what we're here ball. for. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just I finally went out and and I bought like mics and proper stuff that I could record guitars um, in house. So I did. Um, I want to say I, I think Witch of Indoor was the first song and that I recorded, and I was like, well, this doesn't fit with whether you know anything else i'm doing so and then i just started getting more ideas like fear no evil and last legion of stars stuff like that just, they just started coming 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 and suddenly i had 10 songs and i liked all the songs and I, was like, well, I gotta do something with this so i i went through a long period of trying to figure out a name because <laughs> i had to put it up i was going to put it on well i did but you know the idea was to put it on Bandcamp and hope that uh, just whatever happens happens i just, yeah. I just put it out there so um i was listening to a lot of rocky erickson at the time i've always been a big rocky erickson fan he's got the, the bloody hammer song and i was like that sounds kind of cool bloody hammer and then um i was reading tony i was reading an interview with tony Naomi at the very same time where he was talking about he's getting some work done in his house and a bloody hammer and and uh, the 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 people who are building his he's doing the work they're bloody hammering, and I was like, it's just a sign because this is <laughs> dude, that's <laughs> awesome. Be. Yeah, that's so sick. <laughs> that is one hundred percent intervention from the other side. 
<laughs> right. So I was like, okay, well, that's that's got to be it because it was available and nobody was using it that I could find. And then, okay. uh, so I went with that. I put it on the internet anonymously. I didn't even put my name on it and put anything on it. it Blade Hammers. And then it's like Metal Blade called me. Napalm. Like I, I was like nearly 40. Yeah, and That's wild. Uh, <laughs> I've been ignored. I mean, pretty much my whole life that I could never. And then this one thing I just put it up, and but I guess it just kind of caught up with uh, the other there was other things, kind of revival of rock happening at the time. I guess you know, like people were trying to find other bands kind of similar, like witchcraft. I guess and like ghosts. I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that was bubbling and. So anyway, uh, yeah, it was weird, man. And then, um, and then I actually was talking to Napalm. So I let, uh, I went, up, I ended up letting Soul Seller put out the first record because it was just a licensing deal, and I wasn't losing any rights to, yeah, digital or anything. So, but um, finally, like Napalm, like they come at me with a pretty good deal. I, I never really wanted to sign a contract. I kind of like to keep a low profile and like, I just like to write. I'm not really a, I'm not much of a, like a, I don't like, like a performer or whatever, you know, I, just, I like to write songs and that's pretty Sure. Cool. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, but you know, with that kind of commitment, and I was like 40, you know, I was like, fuck Jesus Christ, man. Fucking <laughs> 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 you come to me when I was you know, 10 years, 15 years earlier. The second life. You know, when I come up, when I come up, if you didn't quote unquote make it by 18 or 25, was like the drop dead was 25. (laughs) If you didn't get signed by 25, just forget about it. Get a job at a sock factory or something. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, man. I really, really do. It was a shocker, you know, to get approached by. I grew up with Metal Blade and some of these people that I was talking to. So it was, it was really weird. But anyway, uh, I did uh, a record, uh, Undertaker Sun with them. And then we went on tour. They, you know, they wanted us to tour and we set up a European tour. And I've always had, like, since I was a kid, like, my mom, who was like, want me to mow the grass. I got mow the grass. And I would get the sickest shit after I mowed the grass. You know, I've, I've always had problems with allergies and fall allergies. And uh, <laughs> before we went on tour, Phil Antoma asked us to come and play his thing in Texas. It was a horror convention he was doing, and he just had bands and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I forget what it's called, but um, as soon as we landed in Austin, my voice just disappeared. Apparently, I was really allergic to something in Austin. Oh man! And I could, I we went on stage. I could like, they want us to play like, you know, I use a lot of range in, in some of the songs, and I could, and I was like, man, I can't even hit some of these notes. And so I went to the doctor, and they tested me for uh, like allergies. And, um, well, we went on tour. I should finish the story. We went on tour immediately after that, and we got to uh, Poland. Lost my voice. And then the next gig was Berlin and had no voice. And, and I was just having allergic attack, attacks like crazy. So I, uh, I kind of adjusted my diet a little bit. You know, I cut out some cars. I was just like trying to, because I heard some other people have some success, but just like maybe 
like low yeah. carb or carnivore, or even carnivore, and um, people with autoimmune issues. And uh, so I, um, I went and had a test, and like you're like really like we're, you're like the worst case we've ever seen at the allergy <laughs> clinic. They're like you're the worst case we've ever seen. It's like you're allergic to everything. Jeez. Wow. So that's why I, t- I told you today I had to go get shots. I had to get shots like twice a week to try to build up, you know. So that's why, you know, touring has been difficult because I never know. I have a small window of time that I could play shows before, like, with spring and fall allergies yeah. happen. So anyway. Uh, wow. so is it like <laughs> seasonal allergies, like, like uh, from, like, the outdoors and shit? Are you allergic to, like, a lot of foods and stuff, too? Yeah, I have uh, yeah, foods. Like I said, okay. like, um, I can't. I mean, it's definitely outdoors. I mean, dust, pollen, you know, anything, um, mold, what just anything will just close my throat and I'll just loop all my range. I have to, like, if I'm going to record a record, I have to take like Singulair or something like steroids. <laughs> Put you in a put uh, you in a bubble like in Bubble Boy for the first yeah. like yeah, for, exactly, for the month yeah. before you go into record just to make sure you're <laughs> yeah. in a yeah, closed yeah. safe space. <laughs> that's like, that's literally pretty much how I was. That's exactly pretty much. I'm sorry to hear that, outside. man. That's yeah, a that's, that's a hell of a burden. Well, it does. It sucks. But um, like I said, I mean, I, I've been getting these shots for about three years now, and and each and it's getting better. Good. Good. So um. So yeah, I mean, I'm you know hopefully, you know, uh, we could. You know, it's just me, really. Bloody Hammer is just me. My wife helps me out. We don't have yeah. a band. Like, if we need to go tour, um, you know, for some reason I have to get yeah. people to help me out. People in other bands or whoever's available. Like, but yeah, that's does that did I go completely off the rails on that? No, man. Like this, this okay. is why. This is how we like to set this thing up, man. We want to get yeah. people talking and see where they go. And this, and dude, this is great. Keep, we encourage keep rolling, off the rails man. Yeah, yeah, here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing to have. It's not. It's not very metal. But um, you know, unfortunately, I've just uh, discovered this. You know, it's just, I don't know. People are like when you're going to tour, we're going to play. We're going to play. I'm, like, I'm, you know, hopefully soon as i can do it but um yeah yeah that does that does clarify some things i was curious about why you know i, I hadn't heard about you guys touring that much or you know i, I tried yeah, to find some yeah. set lists some live set lists to we we always me and zach both have rituals with uh preparing to uh for, for a guest we'll we'll yeah. dive into their catalog during the day of uh while we're working out or whatever and so like i one of my habits is to look up a band's recent set list on setlist.fm. Oh, that's cool. I'll, oh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll put songs in that order and then I'll load them up for my run list. And I was like, damn, it's been a minute since Bloody Hammer's been out there. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Luckily, I mean, oh, my God. I was just like, I went, I went to see it uh, when we were on tour. And our last gig was Download Festival in front of a shitload of people in the UK. Mm. And uh, my tour, our tour manager that we had took me some doctor in Germany. Couldn't speak English, and I couldn't speak German. And it was, but he figured out what the problem was. So he gave me like some steroids or like some low, low. But by the time I got to download, 
I was singing like a bird. Is awesome. I was like, thank mm. God. <laughs> or whatever it was. I forget what it's called. Prednisone? Prednisone, that was what it was. Yeah, that was, uh, that's the stuff. That's, that's good shit. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, at least it ended well. At least I got to do that gig. But anyway, uh, it's kind of hard to keep a band together whenever, you know, you're like, because musicians, you know, they want to play and sure dude i don't know if if this is your style but would you consider doing maybe like a a live stream performance from like in you know a studio or your house or somewhere like a a graveyard i could see that going down really (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i mean that's that's something you get you know possibly if it's um just have to get musicians to help me out and find some people who are willing to help but yeah that would be something yeah, that'd be sweet. I, dude. Could, I was thinking about it during the pandemic, uh, and um, but I just yeah, I was working on songs with people terror and yeah, and it just a year flew by. Well, you did good shit, man. The last two For, records have been yes, that some was of the best. Man, what I was just about to say, like I right now, I feel like the new record is is the best Bloody Hammers album, and one of the the things about the last record that grabbed me so much was how much fun you sounded like you were having doing, like, straight up Oh horror, my god, yeah, it was punk a blast. Songs, you know what I mean? I was like, this is fucking yeah. misfits all, like, it's just a perfect vibe for me. Like, I love, love, love that mixture. Um, and then, like, the new record is just incredibly catchy and strong, and, like, there's no fat on it at all. It just, it seems like the pandemic was good to you, brother, it's, at least as far as your creativity <laughs> yeah. goes. Yeah, yeah, I love that. But, you know, the Songs of a Speakable Terror was, I was going to put that out on a different name because it's so left field and, you know, but under contract and it's anything rock, I was with Napalm at the time, and so it had to be a Bloody Hammers album. But, you know, in retrospect, I'm glad it was a Bloody Hammers record, but yeah, um, yeah I, it, it, Bloody Hammers is just is really confusing band because it's, it's all over the place. But that's awesome. Uh, that's what makes that's it tight. awesome. Yeah, too. that's tight, man. You know, it's like David Bowie in a way, but goth. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I guess for some fans, I like that. Yeah, exactly. That's that's where I grew up on. You know, stuff that was you know. I, I enjoyed band, you know, like you said, David Bowie and you know, Alice Cooper and the bands that kind of yeah. went in different directions and did some things like Alice right. Cooper's New Wave record. And like, you just, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's what it's I like. Awesome. But some people are like, you know, if you have a brand, it's just that's, if you're ACDC, you're going to sound like it. You're not going to do yeah, a right. death metal song or whatever. You're not going to do some punk record. If, if you're a, uh, whatever, you know. If you buy an Aerosmith record, you know it's going to sound like Aerosmith or an ACDC, yeah. whoever, you know. But do you want so, to yeah, be like that's... that or do you, want to, do you want to be, you know, different like Alice Cooper? No, I like Bell, doing this. Yeah, for sure. I like doing this, but I get hate mail from guys. Oh, fucking well, punk bullshit. Fuck those motherfuckers. Oh, no, what the fuck, man? That's, <laughs> that's basically all, yeah. I, one of the things that I think is tight about it is that, like you say, it's 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 sort of aesthetically going in a whole bunch of different directions, but it's still instantly recognizable. And there's not a million bands, I don't think, out there who can do that. You know what I mean? Right. That's one of those things that we love about a band like Black Sabbath, where like it goes through all of yeah. these different phases with all of these different influences, but it's still Black Sabbath. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah, feel like absolutely. 
every you know every bloody hammers record like you got some places where you're going like super into like acoustic territory you got some that are more electronic you got like the super the thrashers and then the punky songs or whatever but like all of it sounds like the same band yeah definitely. and like that that to me is a strength Absolutely. that's cool i'm glad i'm glad i'm i'm, I'm glad you say that it's me and you, I mean, man. You know, it's not if nobody else, if nobody else appreciates you, Anders, we I do, do brother. Good to good You know, it's your voice too. That's a trademark bloody yeah. hammer sound. It's so catchy and and cool, man. Like, how did you uh, how did you develop that 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 singing voice, dude? Or did, is it just uh, is that how it came out? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm used to used to practice a lot, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah singing along back with, you know, like, I remember, like, you know, just practice for hours. Try. I remember I was really into uh, Jeff Tate, like, years ago, um, like, when Queensryche was real big. Yeah. And I was into his, like, he could, he could hit some really cool lows, and he could hit some highs, and I was like, wow. That's... So I was, I was uh, you know, I would try to sing along with some of that stuff, and Queen, and just just challenge myself and you know until my range would pick up and and uh, so yeah man uh that's cool but man. you know i like love like, it's like uh andrew eldridge from sisters of mercy like Fuck yeah. right, right. i've always been really into the lows as much as i am the highs as much as a challenge to get down there yeah so yeah i just practice you know just like you guys you know discipline working out you know yeah gotcha one of the uh, one of the influences that I or maybe consciously or not I don't know but one of the when I very first heard Bloody Hammers um, and specifically talking about like that first record I was like God damn this sounds a lot like Dax Riggs in places man I was a big Acid Bath fan when I was younger um, I mean um, and I still am but I was like this the the bluesiness combined with sort of your voice I was just like damn dude this is clicking for me. Huh. I have to check that out. No, I've never, I haven't heard of. Oh man, oh, dude, to, you'd love oh, it. Oh, yeah. listen to Acid Bath, Some New Orleans. Shit, Holy bro. shit! If we put you onto Acid Bath, man, that's like the that's like the that's a that's a net good. That's like a one hundred percent like positive. This is amazing. Yeah, Are they yeah. still active? Or still active? No, no, yeah. no, no. Been gone for a long time, man. Uh, huh. Guitar, their guitar player, uh, Sammy, is is in a band now called Goat Horror that you might be familiar with. Oh like, yeah, I've heard of Goat. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They they sound a lot different than Goat Horror, but damn dog you're oh man please go check out acid death yeah, like as dude. soon as we get off the phone with you man i know you're gonna love it the next bloody hammer yeah, so what era was that what 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 decade was that in uh, 90s, 90s mid 90s early to mid 90s oh okay yeah yeah okay dog, yeah i missed out uh, some of that 90s stuff yeah, it's, i I'd mean hey that that, that's cool though man because you get to check it out now yeah exactly yeah yeah so you mentioned it was, like, it was, it's kind of weird. Like I heard Jer Chris Jericho, like he was talking about one day that he kind of resented some of the nineties bands because they killed off a lot of his heroes from the eighties. Yeah. And that's kind of how I was too. Like I was like, look at, people were like making fun of Dio and Priest and stuff. I'm like, fuck you. But you know, like yeah, they're all cool again now, but there was a time you know, like people were like, you know, anything that happened in the eighties is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I recall, man. I remember I, I was there for the rise of new metal and everything. Hell, I was guilty. I participated yeah. in that shit. But like it, it, like you said, I am glad to, to, to know that so much of that, that culture has been like recovered at this point. 
Yeah, it really has. And it, and it hasn't gone away. Like yeah. the 80s kind of come back and it's still, you know, people are still striving for that. You know? Yeah. I, I, everywhere you go, you still hear 80s music everywhere. You know? Oh, yeah. So, dude, it was, uh, I want to go back a, a second. I think it's super interesting that you wanted to put out songs of unspeakable terror under a different name. And, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I just thought it would be just too, too heavy or too, too far too, out. Okay. But that's, I mean, we got like, there was a, we got from the lovely sort of death kind of ran off some people, but it gained a bunch of people. Like, yeah. it, um, lovely, the lovely sort of death is like, it's really kind of, chill kind of record it was yeah like yeah way yeah. different i don't know i should have put that out in a different name <laughs> um but uh <laughs> that's actually the back, record that but... got me into you guys that was the first oh, really? okay. record i heard and i loved it because it was so weird and trippy and gothy and like dark and shit and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got yeah it. yeah that that got me into you guys I, that's still uh to this day that's my favorite record of yours yeah, and that's more like what I do. My electronic, I have another Anders Manga, just um, yeah. other. It's more like that, and it probably should have been Anders Manga record, not Bloody Hammer's record. But anyway, we, you know, we, some of the, the like when we first come out, like people were saying Stoner and Doom and all this. And, um, and I just, I mean, you know, I just, I, I, I didn't really want to be a stoner rock band. Like I didn't, yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah, tend sure. to be a stoner rock band. I just want to be a rock band, but we kind of got stuck in the stoner thing. And I was just trying to get out of it. I guess I felt, you know, maybe I could kind of, that's a way to do get it. Away yeah. from that. <laughs> <laughs> but we, awesome. like I said, we could kind of gain some people. And so, so it was kind of, and then the summoning was back to more like the first record, more like, uh, more of just metal. Yeah, and then uh, and then putting out a just a random punk record. We try to let people know, like, hey, you know, this is just like just doing this for a minute, pandemic, whatever, you know. Like, but still, that was that was awesome. hate from from people. But yeah. So then, what was what the mindset do? going into the uh, Washed in the Blood record? Um. Well, I wanted. Uh, I I enjoyed doing the horror punk stuff so i wanted to keep some of that yeah and also try to do i was was looking like maybe trying to do some sort of like a uh balance between like the summoning and songs of secret terror like also yeah you i mean you nailed it yeah it is a balance of all of them i think you know yeah i was trying to kind of bring it back around (laughs) just balance man yeah, all that stuff. So, but yeah, oh, uh, so I mean, like Black Sunday, and then uh, I think uh, probably Midnight I'll Take Your Soul, and some of those kind of horror punky, or at least kind of punk, I guess. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. And, um, so you should probably still hear some of that stuff, but also those tracks. Are not, yeah, like I like the last more, track a lot, super, yeah, super dark and. <laughs> it's just creepy. I, I feel like this. So next to like the interesting thing is, you know, horror punk and punk in general is usually sort of more short and to the point and everything like that. Yeah. E- even though the last record, Songs of Unspeakable Terror, was uh, like specifically a horror punk record and the new record is more of like a mixture. I still feel yeah. like the new record is on the whole, like the most immediate Bloody Hammers record. Like you can listen I to this record 
you can listen to it one time and like this shit's going to be stuck in your head. And I, I, you know, I'm just curious about whether or not that was intentional. Like, do you think about hooks when you're writing music? Like, do you, it sounds to me like you've got sort of this classic rock uh, understanding of music. So you're looking for that kind of stuff. Is, is that accurate? It's just, uh, like I say, uh, it's just melodies just pop in my head. I, I love melodies. I'm, just, I'm from the in a Dio school, you know, just, uh, uh, I, I'm into hooks, you know, and that's what really horror punk is to me is these great hooks. It's fifties hooks, you know, like, uh, and, and I just, it just, I guess maybe it comes a little natural to me and, sure. um, just, uh, that's I guess that's why it was kind of effortless. I didn't give a shit cause I thought it was going to be not a bloody hammers record. I didn't, I let my guard down and just, with the songs on Speakable Terror and just did whatever you know, it felt like because I didn't think it was going to judge. I didn't think it was going to be played on this record. So it was, um, you know, it just kind of came natural. I don't know. I just, I guess I'm a pop. I don't know what I am, but uh, <laughs> I don't sit down and go, I'm going to write a hit song. If you, if you sit down and you say, I'm going to write a hit song, you know, right, right, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. And that's not, you know, I, that's not so much what I mean is just sort of like the, I don't know you as we're at, you know, as you create things, you sort of have like the things that you gravitate towards, like the thoughts that come to your brain that you, that you na- latch, latch onto more than you do some others. And I was curious yeah. about whether or not like a huge chorus or like a really catchy riff or something like that is the stuff that sticks first. But I mean, like you said, though, you got your phone and you're recording literally everything. So it's all going to make it somewhere eventually. I take it. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's good to hear, like, uh, just earlier I clicked on something on my phone, it was the howling, it was me coming up with, that little, yeah, I was like, what is this? You know, is this, you know, I, when you first sing that melody or you, your body, it comes in your head, you're like, this disco? I don't know, I don't even know what this is, but I, I like the melody, and then, and then you start, you grab your guitar and you start adding, you know, trying to figure out how to make that chorus happen. And then, and then the last thing is the lyrics. So you got to put something on there that's, you know, that's cool. Whatever you want to, you know, and uh, yeah, that's, that's how I build. I just, uh, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how I do it. Honestly, I don't know how to articulate it. <laughs> well, the, so the lyrics, are, the lyrics are what comes last. And I, I feel like this is like a great point to sort of dive into the celebration of this time of year. Obviously. I was just going to do that. We were oh, my mind. Hit him, Zach, man, hit it, hit him. Do it. I was just going to say, speaking of lyrics, man, mm. a lot about the horror movies and the old school monster movies in this time of year. I feel like we should talk about horror movies, man. What oh, yeah. The, what are like some of the essentials in, in your opinion? For Halloween this time of year, what do you watch and what do you recommend people to watch? Let's let's talk. Well, for me, I mean, wife and I are a little we're a little on the weird side. Let's be honest with you. Don't say. I I, I mean, I mean, like, I would like last night we watched Slamageddon and love it, dude. uh, You you know, we have how we have uh, she like we love all that stuff like. uh, SOVs like shot on video stuff from sure the yeah, 80s. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So this, this, I mean, once you go for me, like once you go independent, 
horror. Uh, it's really hard to go back to Hollywood horror, like because that stuff's so fun and silly. Oh, yeah. But um, it's too weak. <laughs> it, is, it is too weak, and yeah, you're right. <laughs> but like Killing Spree and uh, Sledgehammer and all that um, stuff, and um, I'm taking notes. She, man. <laughs> she loves. I mean, we like Fiend. Uh, the stuff from uh, God, like the guy was up your way. Oh, God, he was in Maryland. He shot. Uh, God, okay, what his name escapes me. I would, any other time, I'd be able to say his name. But he did a movie called Fiend in '77. But he did some other stuff. It was really cool. Uh, there's a documentary about him called Boobs, Blood, and Beast. Sick. Uh, the, the, <laughs> really three, the three Bs. <laughs> the three Bs. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the, the, his stuff. God, it's just mostly like, just cr- like crazy stuff. Like you know, pack a lantern. You know, I can't stuff on top of my head. She killed. I say that night of something strange. All that stuff that um, Ron Bonk does. With SRS. Uh, and I, I, but yeah, I mean, I like you know, it, I, try, I, <laughs> I like it. We, try, we we're just really we're we're pretty deep in the weeds over here uh, oh man me and, yeah, me and my wife you you can't see behind me right now uh because you're on the phone but like like <laughs> trust me brother you're in good company uh yeah, we're, we we're good we're <laughs> we, we're vibing we're 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 feeling where you're coming from yes you know like 70s stuff like the, the euro sleeve stuff the, the uh yeah jeff yeah. jeff franco and all the yeah 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 <laughs> it's fun to to check out but yeah, um, one of our favorites to watch around this time is uh, WNUF. You watch that one? You see that one? WNUF uh, Halloween special. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm not familiar with that. It's real cool. <laughs> you should check that out. That's, that's pretty awesome. It's like okay. um, I'll send it to you. Guy, he's up your way uh, somewhere. He's I think he's in Baltimore. Baltimore. Where I'm actually friends with him. His Baltimore. Name's Chris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was a that's a that's a that's cool to know him. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's a fun he's, movie. he's awesome. He just released a sequel. He's on tour with it now. So everybody, yeah, check we that got out. that big shout out to Chris. We, <laughs> yeah, we got that. Um, actually, like last week, um, the DVD from him. Oh, cool, man. I can't re- yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, I have it. That's um, yeah, he's a, gr- like a great the, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the God. It was a genius title. It was um. Call girl of Cthulhu, or yeah, the call girl of Cthulhu. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's so that was funny. it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Call girl of Cthulhu. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping on some some provocative shit here. I need yeah, to, so, I need some to get my head in the game sleeves, here, bro. man. For real. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, you'd have to see flesh eater, like you know, flesh eaters, like it was a guy. Um, Bill Hensman is in um, the original Night of the Living Dead, the George Romero one. He did a movie called Flesh Eater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bloodsuckers from Outer Space. Probably know that one. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, see that one. Yeah, and all that stuff that Vinegar Syndrome puts out, I'm kind of a, a sucker for our trip. Yeah, they're sweet. You know, you know where they go and they just rematch. It's some stuff that I probably like. Like, um, <sighs> oh, God, I love it. 
the one with the Yeti, those. I can't do it. Anyway, they put they put stuff out that I really couldn't. I have a hard time watching like on VHS, uh-huh. or like you know, like when they look terrible, but they make yeah. them look so good. It's like wow, this is like it was made yesterday. Now, like before, you know, it looked terrible. Like fun, it's all scratched generation. up, fucked up, yeah, <laughs> dubbed yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, so, yeah. yeah. Well, what? So what? God is, bless those. Yeah. yeah, for real, right? Um, what is your? What's the connection between Bloody Hammer's lyrics, song titles, and then the movies that you watch? Obviously, the influence is huge, but like, do you do you try and center around one particular movie or like a theme for each song? Like, what is it? Uh, what? How, how do those things come together? Um, usually, um, usually, I mean, sometimes I will write about the the movie itself but sometimes i just yank the title um, yeah. and just kind of reimagine my own story with that title that's tight it's this kind of all like brain brain that wouldn't die is pretty much the brain that wouldn't die brain that wouldn't die is like <laughs> exactly the movie brain that wouldn't die you know yeah and uh but you know uh other stuff i just like a night to dismember is like not anything like the movie you might just remember which is, I don't even know if it has a plot. I don't, I've yet to figure out what this movie's about. But, <laughs> but I think it's a Doris Wishman movie. I know, uh, God, I forget her name. It's a female director. It's like 80 or something. Yeah. Um, sometimes, I, you know, Not This Earth is about Not This Earth. But other yeah. times, like Sleeping Corpses or Now Screaming Stars, stuff like that. It's my take on that title. It's That's like, cool, man. Nothing to do with the movie. That's interesting. interesting yeah that's really interesting man i like so, I, go ahead bro i was gonna say just like as a so when you're when you're sort of taking those titles and then like inhabiting them with your own storytelling have you ever thought about taking that in another direction like are you do you write or would you be interested in like making movies or anything like that yeah i mean well it's hard times man it's hard oh times no shit for yeah for real so i mean like you know if i had a bundle of cash just to piss away. Yeah, I would do it. But like trying, you know, trying to even recoup your money now is pretty tough. Right. But I mean, with like Tubi and stuff like that, like I don't think they pay anything. It's pretty rough, like unless you just get lucky with a Netflix deal or something. I don't know how these guys are. I know like Ron Bonk, he does a lot of crowdfunding and, um, uh, and, you know, he usually makes his, makes his goal but it's really low and um donald farmer i don't know if you know who donald farmer is but uh, i don't hooker with a hacksaw cannibal hookers uh <laughs> he, he does the same thing deep off in the shit now awesome dude yeah <laughs> well, when we can throw up a million for you to produce a movie we got you man yeah for real yeah yeah, yeah we'll keep you in mind yeah for sure we'll work yeah, on the yeah. first I do a I do a like a bullshit soundtrack. I have a, a project called Terratron, where I make just uh, soundtracks to movies that don't exist. Because I love making, you know, that's, that's that's stuff does really good this time of year as well. Yeah, what and, is that called? Uh, Terratron. Terratron. T R O Terratron. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! And uh, it's on Spotify. You can check it out. Oh, we're checking like, it out. It's, bro. it's funny, like nobody listens. Nobody listens to it like oh, and then like the Spotify stats like huge spike like around October. Like, yeah, 
of course. Yeah, it does better. I mean, it it sells probably better than Boy Hammond actually. Like it's, um, who does oddly, the, who does uh, your artwork? Interesting. Do you have a different person? I, I do the artwork. Yeah, do I do it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll steal stuff from old magazines yeah. or like uh, like a collage, like uh, songs and speak with Harry. Yeah. It was like a collage of all kinds of stuff from old sci-fi magazines and stuff. Um, oh, it's so I buy, good, man. I, I buy bundles. I just buy junk off of like the old magazines and stuff. That's and, uh, you know, everything on there is from something else, from some different stuff. Oh, no, it's awesome. Yeah, man. yeah. I try not to rip off anybody, you know, that's still living. Or, you know, like, I try to go way back, <laughs> way back to you know what I mean? It's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, and because <laughs> there's a lot of public Yeah, right. like a lot of the sort of the storytelling conventions and stuff like that were really different back then, based on the way people sort of process that kind of pop culture now. So you'll find some things that would be interesting and sort of novel things that would stand out against like everything else that you hear about now. Right. Yeah. Try to make stuff old, new again. Um, the summoning was just a steal from um, a. Uh, movie god damn it. it was a uh, I can't remember I don't know what's wrong with me today I guess suppose I just had my shots my brains oh you're what, the right movie? what about the uh, lovely sort of death artwork the uncensored one yeah that was uh the photo don't see it that got my attention as a teenage boy yeah, I was it, like I need this <laughs> I need this in my life it, <laughs> It was, it, you could find it's out there. It's, uh, it's like, uh, I can't remember. I can, again, I can't remember his name, but it was, uh, early 1900s, 1908, I think it was, French photographer. Okay. Um, makes sense. But I, you know, I did a lot of stuff to it. Dotted it up for okay. sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he did a lot of cool stuff. But, yeah, yeah, it is, I, I, you know, I, I borrow this, borrow that, you know, I try to be cool that <laughs> you know i i used um the first record the first bloody hammers record my wife bought that mask off the guy here in charlotte and makes masks and she had a friend over one day took photos photos with her wearing the mask and i was like man that's gotta be that. i don't know it's just something Sick. <laughs> it, it was really, it, it was a cool. I, you familiar with the first Bloody Hammers record album cover? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, yeah. So I literally, I literally have it in my hand right now. Oh, check you. Out. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That guy that made that mask was sure. That mask is sick that. as fuck, man. Yeah, we yeah. Well, dude, so, yeah. as. As we begin to wind down, right, we're just about at the end of our hour, dude. Spooky we have Halloween got a very, hour. we have got a. It's very, been an hour very, already. It Check has, that man. Out, man. We have got a very, very serious question that we ask everybody who comes on the show, and we've already done a little bit of talking about this this episode, so I cannot wait to hear what your answer is. Zach, would you please yes, hit Ender's sure. manga Damn. of Bloody Hammers with the question, dude? And I'm, I'm going to add something onto this question from my, oh, own, yes, from my own selfish curiosity, just so you know. Okay. So part one uh, is okay. what is your favorite Black Sabbath record? And part two that I want to know personally is what is your favorite Alice Cooper record? Okay. For Halloween. Okay. 
All right. You can think about that. We'll give you some for points. Halloween. For Halloween. Well, or, I mean, or just, this in just for in, our Halloween episode. Just yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. Um, that's the Alice one's really, really difficult. It is. But uh, the Sabbath one for me is, um, I guess, the one I'm most nostalgic about as volume four because, and, and I'm just, even though I probably Sick. have grown to like, um, yeah, I've probably grown to like Sabbath Boy Sabbath. Oh, there's so many good ones in the Master of Reality, and but uh, Paranoid obviously is the same. But I, but my neighbor when I was growing up had Volume Four amongst his Ted Nugent and uh, ACDC or whatever. But uh, I borrowed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is Ozzy? I didn't even know because I just found out about Ozzy. I just got like Bark at the Moon or something. I was like seven. I don't know, and, and 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 I was going through his records, and I saw Ozzy. Like, oh, what Ozzy was doing stuff before this? I didn't, I didn't, I had no idea. So I, I uh, borrowed his record and Supernaut and all this. It's just sick. Yeah. So I, I'm really nostalgic about Volume Four, and um, but obviously I had to go back and check out all this stuff. So, God, you know, I guess I guess I'd have to go paranoid if I had to choose. Uh, but it's just really difficult. There's no wrong answer. We're big fans of it all. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Born Again, man. I like Born Again. I like uh, just different eras, you know. Um, uh, Heaven Hell. You well, know. I know you love Dio. You mentioned that a lot. Were you into oh, just Dio, yeah. Dio more than you were into Dio Sabbath? Yeah, I had to go back again. I didn't know that Dio was in black. <laughs> right, right, right. That makes sense. Yeah, like I got, I got Holy Diver. I don't know. It was whenever that came. Like I was using mow grass to buy tapes. <laughs> and so I go around and mow grass. Even though I had a horrible allergies, I would just fight. <laughs> That's awesome. And man. you know, they gave me ten bucks, and then there was a, a store like a, you know, within walking distance. I bought. Oh, yard, go buy a tape, you know, and I would just buy all that stuff. And uh, so that's what I discovered, like, you know, Dio and, and Twisted Sister and all that stuff. And I, I went through a huge Twisted Sister phase when I was like a little kid. I loved D Snyder and I loved his voice. Me too. And man. then when, when I found Dio, I was like, whoa, this dude's got a super powerful voice. And yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but then, you know, I didn't know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's so convenient now. Like, the internet you yeah. know all this stuff but back then you had to read it in a magazine to find out somehow or like have some older friend that was, you know I didn't have any I didn't have any older siblings that, was, that would tell me but I, I just a lot of I found out well once you know, I did you know obviously I went back and got that stuff and loved it so uh, yeah 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 but they, you know Holy Diver to me is just like just a master just a master work and mm. I'd never get sick of that, that record. Absolutely. It's a classic. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So what about Alice Cooper here, sir? <laughs> so, all right. All right. We're not dancing so, on that one anymore. I got to know, too. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, we'll go. <laughs> Alice Cooper goes to hell. He's very oh. close to my mark. Because that was the first one I got. That was the first one. Understood. I actually, my mom, my mom was really, uh, Sadly, she passed away, but she um, was sadly influenced by a lot of the satanic panic stuff that was going on. Uh, in the sure. <laughs> okay. And, you okay. know, like, 
she would kind of like, you know, like, you know, I remember I brought home something. I like, I think it was Gene Simmons solo record, like a friend of mine let me borrow it. And, awesome record. Oh, that's nice and Satan service. It's like they, Geraldo right. and all these people had all the parents riled up about them. Mm. And it's just, it's crazy. So, so yeah. Um, so Alice Cooper she, goes to hell. Whatever. She whatever. did not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're way over. I, the story is. But anyway, I was just going to say she bought I Never Cry. She heard I Never Cry and didn't know who Alice Cooper was. Didn't know he was the monster, Satan. That's loving awesome. Her. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> Got her. So that, but, but the split side was go to hell. And I was, and I got that from her. I was like, holy oh, shit, this is awesome. But yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm that's such a cool story, up. man. That's such a cool Alice Cooper <laughs> story. That's a good one. I love your cover of Second Coming, though. The Love It to Death has always been my favorite. So that was cool to hear from you. Oh, uh, yeah. Love It to Death is insane. I guess I just tend to name the ones that are most, the ones I discovered first. Or, yeah, man. That makes yeah. sense. Totally. Of course. Well, thank you, bro. This has been this has been an awesome Halloween episode. It was great yeah, man. to chat with you, man. I've been a fan for a long time. Thanks so much for coming. Yeah, on. man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm sorry I wasn't more spooky. I was just well, I guess you talking about allergies has been very Halloween. Uh, you're, it, <laughs> you did not disappoint. Man. I not disappoint, man. There's all the spookiness that we need. You're you you yeah. just bring it naturally. <laughs> all right, man. Well, it was a good time. We had a good, I had a good time. Good. Thanks well, again, man. Hear that. Thank you. Uh, yep. New record, Washed in the Blood, is out now. Uh, you can find that on the Bloody Hammers Bandcamp page. Man, thank you so much for your time. Really enjoying yes. the new record. I hope you guys get all the things that you want out of it. Happy thank you Halloween. so much. Thank Happy you. Halloween. Happy Halloween, man. We'll talk to you later. Later. Later, dog. What a good dude. An awesome lovely dude man like a, a jolly old southern goth man. A, a lovely sort of dude would you say yeah that's basically what i would say yeah. just like you sir just like you brother i love you man i love you man that was awesome thank you get out there enjoy this beautiful time of year do it's it horror time go for I runs and cemeteries right. yes do, do some it. push-ups do and bloody hammers don't be a bitch do some push-ups in the cemetery to bloody hammers while That's you're it. taking a break from your run in the cemetery. It's the time of year to do this shit. I'm going to go do it right now. Me too. Love you, bro. Peace Love out. Love you, dog. Peace out.